or something. You you live long enough to become the enemy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> There's something <laughs> like that. <sighs> can't win. You can't win. There's always somebody <laughs> screwing an author over. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I think that's just the, the world we live in right now, which is awful, you know, and, and sad, sad state of affairs when people try to, you know, scam you instead of trying to make an honest living. Yeah, I, but there yes. are there, there are some good publishing yes. companies out there. I will say that I, I work for one. So mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay, I, okay. I, I got to say Crystal Lake is, is really good to its authors and its employees. But I mean, they're small. They're not corporate creeps. Yeah. So. But, but they are expanding. So, yep. <sighs> All right. Well, let's get into this because we got a lot to talk about tonight. So, welcome everyone to another episode of Spilling Ink, where the talk show that takes you behind the book to meet the authors and professionals in the publishing industry. And we finally got Anita on the show again. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to chat with you. I know we got so many things we want to talk about. Where do we even begin? <laughs> I know it's like okay hold on hold on we, we want to get this we want to get that um since we already started talking about the audible stuff or not audible I'm sorry find audible a way voices book stuff I know I'm so audio book yeah <laughs> you say yes. audible is the enemy no we have a new enemy yeah. let's <laughs> talk about that first <laughs> so we can kind of preface where we're going with this anybody want to jump on the ball with this one oh I'll, I'll take it um All right. so basically what happened was um Find Your Way Voices, which is uh, an audible, sorry, an audible. Now I'm doing it. <laughs> an audiobook um, distributor. They 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 uh, take your audiobook and they check it out to all the retailers, basically is what they do. And they have been recently bought by Spotify, which Spotify has been doing quite a few changes to Find Your Way Voices. Most of them not very good changes, I will add. Um, I have not been happy with a lot of the changes Spotify's done. They've taken away the um, the narrator marketplace. They changed the giveaway codes and they tried to sneak in AI um, training on us without telling us and hmm. things like that. But their most recent thing was basically they changed their terms of service and to absolutely ridiculous terms that were, in plain terms, it was a rights grab. Now, they say it was a mistake because they backtracked within 24 hours after mm. the entire um, outrage, the entire, um, it broke, the indie author community broke it as soon as the emails came out. Oh, yes. Every mm -hmm. indie author group on Facebook, as far as I could see, suddenly had the story because yep. it was just everywhere like, normally when you go to facebook you see you know friend posts or some kind of ad subscription whatever mm -hmm. friend post it was literally every post yeah. on my board yep. was about find away voices yeah the big yeah. the big wide for the win 20 20 mm -hmm. to 50k my my group with the badass yeah and even the smaller yeah. groups like have it too because i mean i had even my local writers group had it the guy it yeah. got posted. I think it got posted like three times in that group. Yeah, <laughs> three different yep. people. So that shows you how uh, outraged we all were because mm -hmm. it was just basically a rice grab. They were just 
t saying they were going to waive rights. They were going to take this. It was an unlicensed, uh, not unlicensed. rights too. Yeah, that yeah. Was the big unlimited one. Um, everything. There was yeah. just the entire paragraph that they changed was mm -hmm. full of red flags. I, yes. th I think even writer beware had it. So mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was literally and, every post on my Facebook, like, as I was scrolling, I'd never seen something like that happen before, which is yeah, a testament and, to the indie author community. That yes, and, and, fired and up. One, of, one of the lawyers in one of the groups broke it down, mm. you know, and said, you know, tried to calm everybody, but they did say this language is not cool basically mm -hmm. <laughs> not cool um but let's see how they respond so and you know. yeah so basically within 24 hours they reversed it they took it out re re reworded it it's they put in better language so the tech and it doesn't go on doesn't go into enforce until march 15th but um either yep but Basically, as it stands, the terms of service are fine now. However, <laughs> the damage has been done because I'm seeing a lot of authors everywhere that just are saying you cannot trust Spotify. They're bringing up Spotify's reputation, Spotify's mm -hmm. history with indie music. Mm -hmm. And they're saying you cannot trust them and we're leaving. And basically, I've seen a lot of authors either they've left already and or a lot of authors who are planning on leaving. And the the thing was that they got so many emails and so much, they weren't actually letting authors close their accounts down for a while. Right. I think there's st there's still a backlog. Yeah, there's right still now. a backlog on that, but they are people are able I'm I'm seeing more people being able to delete their accounts on Finding Way Voices. So yeah, I mean, this is a big deal and they really shot themselves in the foot over this seriously because it's it's pretty much damaged their reputation i'm not going to say irrevocably but enough that trust is no longer there for any author who saw this and, and right really find a way was where when audible gate broke yeah was where everyone was being sent because they were the option that was going to give you the most freedom and control yeah. of your work and with the the least amount of problematic uh, terms and conditions and at that time it was true because at that time they were not owned by spotify that happened well after everyone jumped ship from acx to uh and audible to uh, that's a problem voices. we're seeing though is, is yeah. Yeah. good companies get bought out mm -hmm. by these you know profitable big corporations <laughs> that think they can just strong arm everyone and, and get away with doing you know what they want to yeah. do now granted the backlash had them backpedaling now, but they've tried it twice high? already. Uh, they've already tried it twice already to sneak terms in their their TOS, and uh, you think they would have learned the first time it happened with the the AI training thing? They got a lot of backlash off of that too, but they did it again. It's mm -hmm. almost like a you know, it's the the it's easier to say sorry than it is to ask permission, mm -hmm. and and the fact that they operate on that model means that we constantly have to be on the lookout for how we're going to get screwed instead of trying to be productive in our own business as authors. Yeah. Right. Uh, and a lot of people have jumped. They, they're they're jumping to Authors Republic is very similar to Find Away Voices. I'd, I'd heard that one <laughs> pop up a few times. Yeah. Um, there's also Publish Drive, but that one's uh, pay for. Yeah. Pay to Publish play. Drive? Publish Drive. I think. Okay. Okay. I've heard of that one. I think so. Yeah. I mean, 
that you have to actually that's a, a paid service so i mean mm -hmm. it, it's it's not too bad but if you can afford it but i mean and it's a reputable thing i would like to say that the, you if know, you can afford it is yeah, the problem right. because you know we've talked many times over the years over the cost of being an indie author right it's not cheap and and the more cost that we incur you know the harder it is to recoup those costs and to make this a you know a livable model yes and there is also the direct sales option, which I have heard bandied about a lot lately on the yes. audio book front, that a lot of people are just, a lot of people are already on book funnel. Yeah. Um, on the, on the high, I, I actually have the lower tier, so I, I can't do this because I'm, I have nothing against book funnel, but book funnel just isn't for me. Okay. Right. I prefer story origin, to be honest. Yep. Yeah. Same, same here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but a lot of and, people are on the higher paid tier book funnel, so they can access mm -hmm. the direct sales audiobooks, and a lot of people mm -hmm. are going that way as well. But again, paid service that comes out of yeah. your ability to, um, you know, yeah, even even everything out so that you, but, you know. Yeah. You yeah. That's why that's why a lot of people are looking into Authors Republic because that is a free service. Okay. It's very similar to Find Away Voices in in a lot of respects. I've been looking into it myself. Um, I'm not 100% happy with the way they have their sign up, but uh, some people might not mind what I object to. So, you know, it, it just depends on the person. It's not a bad thing per se. It's just, you have to be uh, comfortable with, with um, and trusting with your yeah. information. And yeah, trusting with your because they ask, yeah, they ask <laughs> they're asking for a little more information that's actually necessary. I mean, I understand why they're doing it. Nah, I'm just not comfortable with it. So I'm still on the fence with that. So mm -hmm. I'm okay. thinking on it. But anyway, yeah, so that's basically what it is. And I'm thinking, I'm mean, honestly, I'm thinking I might just because I'm already in ACX because I didn't get out of ACX. Mm -hmm. I just got out of the exclusiveness mm -hmm. because I had so many reviews off the audiobook. I'm not going to lose those reviews. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the other problem. If you take your book down and re repost it, I don't have anything off. I don't have any reviews off five ways. So if I yes. leave there, I'm fine. But um, but yeah, I mean, I had like I've got like close. I think I've got close to forty reviews now up on for Ghosts of the Sea Moon, and all like half of those are off the audiobook. So yeah i'm not losing that um so um so i'm up on apple i'm up on acx so i may just go straight into direct because i mean i can upload the audiobook straight to lemon squeezy right and do it that way so because i'm honestly i'm not getting a lot of sales off the audiobook anyway through the mm -hmm. retailers um just the marketing for me i just haven't got a hang on how to market the audiobook so mm -hmm. so yeah so i may just go direct with it and just screw the retailers or maybe upload it i might upload it to kobo writing life because mm -hmm. i can probably do that directly so we'll see how it goes but i'm probably leaving find away voices because i don't trust them anymore does it give you the control uploading to kobo that you would have anywhere else over the pricing I'm not sure. I haven't really looked into that yet. Because that was like, the big thing with, with Audible is you, you have no control over right. the pricing or anything and you just get whatever they decide to pay you for it. Yeah. But um, no, well, I put together um, the the chapter files on the audiobook, and I've got an entire just a single file now that I can upload directly. So 
I'm good to go there so I can control whatever pricing I want over on Lemon Squeezy. So mm -hmm. and as far as the audiobook sales go, I pretty much non-existent in my case anyway. So direct sales isn't going to hurt me. Going direct isn't going to hurt me in the least. I mean, I feel sorry for the people who actually get a lot of sales off their audiobooks and now have to figure out what the heck they're going to do. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Are they going to, well, I mean, yeah, they might stay with the company for a little bit longer mm -hmm. until they can, until they can put a plan in place instead of scrambling and trying to find something now yeah. and end up in, in the same boat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I know, I, I know a couple of authors anyway, who are, I know at least three authors that are gone from find a way. They right. just took everything down. They're going to, they're going to figure it out as they go. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we will put a list at the end of the show of any of the links that we talk about today. Cause I know we're going to talk about more than just this, but uh, authors Republic was the one you had just listed Anita. Mm -hmm. Okay. I will make sure that gets into the show notes. Uh, yeah. Kobo, you said has a direct as well, right? Um, uh, that's what I've read. I haven't actually, I know Kobo writing life has a direct for eBooks and they said you can do audiobooks too. I have not checked it out, so I cannot guarantee that, Okay, but that's what I've heard. That's what okay. I've, I've read in the posts and things. I just so. want to make sure I'm getting my notes down because I do want to put this in the show notes after we're done. Cause it, it, right. yeah. anytime we're giving a lot of information <laughs> out and you know, if somebody's catching it after the fact, I'd rather they have something to click on later. Right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's also, you mentioned Lemon Squeezy and we talked to uh, Evan already. Evan. I've talked to Jane a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. How are you finding Lemon Squeezy as a, a direct a direct oh. sales through Story Origin? Well, I have no problem with it. I actually like it. I haven't done much with it yet because like I said, I have to go through all my files <laughs> <laughs> and see what I have left because my computer crashed at the end of 2022. Okay. And I, I, I didn't lose much, but I did lose some, and I'm not sure what I have, in, as far as the the uploadable mm -hmm. um, ebooks and stuff. What I actually have and what I don't. So I have to go through all my files and see what's there for all my books. Yeah, <laughs> so there's a lot of books. That is so scary when you lose stuff. I lost mm -hmm. everything. Every, my mm -hmm. entire, all of it got wiped. And you didn't have. And you don't have a backup? I, I had, no, I had backups for most of it. The yeah. main things I lost were the print files. Yeah. Because I did not have the back. Like I use Papyrus Author, which is what I'm going to be talking. One of the things I'm going to be talking about, hopefully here. Okay. Um, for formatting my print books. And I had not backed that up in the cloud. Okay. So I lost all my prints. Yeah. And that so, is a pain to redo. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, luckily I could download some of them from Draft to Digital. Yeah. So I didn't. So I had some of that, and like, but I was going over like some of it in Google Drive. I had some of it in Dropbox. I had, you know, I had to download some of it from Draft to Digital. I still have a couple of things that I had up on Kobo, not Kobo, but mm -hmm. um, Kofi, mm -hmm. that I can't get access to. I'm going to have to talk to them and see if I can get access to because I don't know mm -hmm. how to get access to that. And it's the only place one thing actually exists anymore. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, but I've re-managed to redo most of it. So I've got pretty much everything. And most of my, my all my covers and stuff, most of that was all backed up on Adobe because I use Photoshop, which, oh, thank goodness for Adobe Cloud. 
there's so much on yeah. that Adobe Cloud that if I had lost it, there's no way I could have redone it. Absolutely, because uh -huh. all my designs, I mean, yeah. I mean, I lost a couple of them, but they were all up in like the finished files were all up on on either Redbubble or Zazzle. So I still had the finished files. I lost a couple of the raw files on my designs, but mm -hmm. not too big a deal because I'm redoing most of that stuff anyway. Mm -hmm. After the whole Redbubble disaster, that's another company that went off its rocker. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I have OneDrive and I have a hard, I have a terabyte, or actually it's two terabytes hard drive that I back up at least once a month now. Mm. And yeah, I try to do, I, I try to do it religiously because I have lost everything before. Yeah. What's the yeah. old saying? You either save and back up or you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Redundant backups. Actually, my computer crashed once. And I actually sent it out and I got it recovered. Nice. Yeah. I, you know, in the beginning, that, too. that was another, that was another, like, I've got a backup. I've got a backup. <laughs> and you need backups of your backup. Yep, exactly. Yeah. One exactly. Fails, yeah. I have redundant backups. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. It, because yeah. it's, it's, it's heart wrenching. I know. Yeah. Because, yeah, but the, that's, uh, one of the things that uh, I use Google Docs for my books. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I had backups of all the recent books. So all yeah. the stuff I was working on was all backed up. Mm -hmm. So there was the writing was safe. It was well, the designs great. and the print stuff that, that really got yeah. the, That's okay, still yeah. painful. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I mean, but most of them, I mean, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to be redoing a lot of my designs because I bought uh, Affinity Designer. And learn mm -hmm. how to use it, and now I'm having all sorts of fun doing things. Like That's I said, really fun. Yeah, nice. I was I was creating a coffee cup this afternoon. So nice. Yeah. So yeah. Learning how to do, so I I do all the tutorials on YouTube. And I learn how to do all these things. And oh, so, nice. Yeah, I need I need to start learning some of the software that I have because I've got some software that I just haven't had time. <laughs> but yeah. in, in, in like a little over a month I'll have I'll be part-time <laughs> there you go yay in so 23 old. days yeah, and then I have running. 66 days so um, yeah. speaking of speaking of software are we going to be talking about what to do on the cheap and what not yes. to do yes. yes and yeah. I got my notepad ready because I'm going to okay, so, notes here well we'll start with Papyrus Author which is free they do have a paid version, so you can, you know, get a few more bells and whistles, but mm. their free version is pretty good, frankly. And the paid version is mostly um, gives you kind of like a Scribner Lite oh, software. Okay. But the, you like, but that's kind of what Papyrus Author is. It's kind of like a Scribner Lite. You get a writing software. It's a writing software, so you can actually write in it if you want. Is and, it a downloadable or is it a, yeah, a cloud-based? It's a downloadable. You can okay. just download it for free and they will update it occasionally for free as well. Um, and uh, they have a really good tutorial, like like a help section in it too. So if you get stuck, you can pretty much figure out because I got stuck a little bit because like their print formatting section, is it works a lot like InDesign. Oh. So if you're familiar with InDesign, you probably will get that right away. Okay. Anyway, but it, yeah, it's so, and I actually kind of like it better than InDesign because, you know, with their, um, their kerning 
you know, when you, you squish things together so it looks nice in the fridge. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to do it in Papyrus Author than I've found oh. in InDesign. Nice. It's, okay. I got I got to keep remembering how to do it every time I do a print book. But that's on me, not the software. <laughs> well, and it's not something you, you always have to use, but when you do need it, it's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and I finally figured out how to to make that table of contents work in papyrus that that, it doesn't matter i don't know the table of contents is the bane of my existence it doesn't matter what software i used i cannot figure out how to get the table of contents right and it takes me forever Mm -hmm. took me forever to do it in word took me forever to do it in indesign took me forever to do it in papyrus author but i finally figured out how to work it but to get the tricks and it's easier to do it for me at least to do it manually so you just click off that automatic thing because it will automatically update your table of contents right mm-hmm. um in in papyrus author when you're formatting but if you click it off you can do it manually and you can actually make it look the way you want it instead of their automatic thing because okay. i don't know why the software companies Put these automatic things in that look ugly. Mm-hmm. But they do. They all do. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So I use Papyrus Author. I don't use it as a writing software. I mean, you can. I I, I tried it for, for um, one book for a little bit. on one, And it works nice. And you can make little post-it notes on the side with it as well. So, but I just prefer Google Docs. It's just mm-hmm. a personal I'm old fashioned too. I, I just like writing within my Word doc and having my sec- mm-hmm. sec- second Word doc open when I want to take notes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all the fancy schmancy stuff just overcomplicates it for me. So it, yeah. it actually takes me longer to do the same thing when I have too many yeah. options. But see, it, I like Google Docs is because I can write it in Google Docs and then I can upload it into Word and then I can edit it in Word with my free. Well, it's not free technically because I mean it's because uh, I paid for the lifetime license for pro writing aid. Yep, same here. Yeah, that's yep. one of the things I would. Suggest yes, I do have. <laughs> I think we all have pro writing aid. <laughs> yeah, it's a lifetime license for pro writing aid. There's no monthly thing. They yep. update it. They yeah, just it's such a helpful tool. It's yeah. so so. It's not perfect. None of them are. But no. that one is so helpful with the customization, yeah. with the, mm-hmm. you can drill down to specific things you want to focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that one has yeah. been my most helpful tool is pro writing aid. And it's, it, it, and it, yeah, it's helped, it's helped me because I've been writing this new one with that while it's on the side. And I'm like, oh, a comma, I'm comma deficient. Does it belong there? Yes, it does. Oh, <laughs> I like it because you can. <laughs> Yeah, you can get an extension for Google Docs yep. for writing aid, and you can get an extension for Word in Pro Writing. So I have both of them. Yep. Yeah, I have it. I have I have a Microsoft Office uh, annual subscription. So, and I yeah. I download it to my machine, so I don't have to. I'm not writing to the cloud because I hate writing to the cloud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want I want real time text on my screen, yep. and sometimes when when I've been writing on the cloud, there's a pause. And I yep. can't deal with that. Yeah. I can't deal with it at, at my office. I can't deal with it here. <laughs> I yeah, want I've, I've now. The, <laughs> I've got the pro writing aid extension built into the Microsoft Office, so I can just write yep. offline with it. Too. Same. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, but yeah. So um, 
and then and then I can just upload the Word doc to Papyrus Author too when I'm from, when I'm finished editing that to format it to print. So yeah, it, it's great. And I also use I also use Kindle Create. Now I know people don't necessarily like Kindle Create because it's pretty basic as far as the ebook goes. You don't have any fancy bells and whistles, although you can tweak it. I it, still prefer Calibre. That's yeah. that's my favorite. Mm -hmm. I use Calibre. Um, when I'm making ebooks to upload somewhere, but I use Kindle Create to upload to Amazon because it makes a nice, straightforward, basic book, and Amazon doesn't give me any problems or issues with it. I I download from Drop to Digital my e, my EPUB and lo yeah, load it, it everywhere. That's the old <laughs> school easy way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I it's... totally agree, but but sometimes that has messed it up, or 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 actually, I've learned that drop caps in in eBooks don't translate well to all the different things. So I just I don't hate do drop it. caps yeah. in eBooks. Yeah. I do yep. not use drop caps. So I, I, I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go with the I go with the nice little um cap cap the yeah, all cap. caps for like three words or something. I yeah, get I, I, I think I do four. Yeah, I do four. I think words, I usually so, do yeah. three. I even do three or five. It depends on. It depends, depends on, on how you feel, food. right? <laughs> but I think I usually go with three. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, because I I can't get that's another thing I can't get the drop caps. They always look weird, even mm -hmm. in print. They look weird to me. Yeah, I've so. I've gotten it. I've gotten in Word. I have gotten the drop caps for the, my print books to look really good, and I only do two two caps, not three. Yeah, you know, two, two two is lines, the magic number. Yes, two versus the line, and I have the special you know font for the drop caps that you know makes it look nice and fancy. So it's like. I finally figured that out, and Katie helped me figure out when it's when it's in the parentheses to make both the parentheses and the letter. Yeah, but yeah, you know, but no, but yeah. you you can make a pretty good straightforward mm -hmm. ebook um, with Kindle Create because yeah. you can you can actually up you can actually format it in Word, right? Mm -hmm. With all the pictures and everything, the way you want it to look, and then upload it to the Kindle Create, and then you can just mm -hmm. tweak it to, mm -hmm. to their things. I usually just use their basic um, mm -hmm. font thing to do that. Anyway, um, sometimes you get a little wonky with their table of contents doing that, but it's not that bad because, I mean, not too many people pay attention to the table of contents because it's only the side table contents mm -hmm. that's, that gets, because, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll call your title page title page instead of the name of the book sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but other than that, I use Kindle Create because it makes a nice straight. Because I don't like using their auto title page thing they have. Because mm -hmm. it makes it, it's like a stupid title page. It makes a stupid, idiotic title page that, made, that does not look good at all. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, so I don't, so I always make my own title page, make my own copyright page, make everything, and then just use their formatting to shift it up into front matter so it, it goes where it's supposed to mm -hmm. yeah I, i've used calibre for pretty much the entire time that i've yeah. been formatting and mm -hmm. again i use word just like you do and i can load it yeah. into word and then i just 
yeah, I go through the, the change, the formatting that they have. And then I go into edit the book where you get the source code and I've learned where to pick and, and move things to make it work for me. Yeah. Cause yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, um, like I said, I only use Kindle create for Amazon because it doesn't give me any trouble with Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of trouble with Amazon. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> so, but I, what I did is I took the ebook, the EPUB from the Kindle Create. They give you EPUBs now. Mm-hmm. And then I uploaded it into Calibre's editor and fixed it in Calibre's editor. And I also tweaked it a little in, in Sigil, which is another free program. Oh, that's right. Sigil. Yeah. I think, yeah. um, uh, who's it? Rebecca. She likes mm-hmm. Sigil. Yeah. I've never actually used that I've one. I've never either. Yeah. yeah so. I mean, actually, I found Calibre. When I was um, doing the stuff for Lemon Squeezy, I found Calibre worked perfectly to fix one thing and Sigil worked perfectly to fix another. <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, um, fine and dandy. I understand it here in Calibre and I understand this in Sigil. So I'm going to use Sigil for this and Calibre for that. So it paid to have two things, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So that's a good ebook. Uh, ebook epub editing software is and that's free calibre and sigil is free Mm -hmm. Uh, kindle create will make a nice book for amazon as far as i can tell i've never had any complaints about it anyway Mm -hmm. or like you said you can do it straight in in calibre if you have the time it's just a lot faster for me to do it through kindle create Mm -hmm. whatever you're used to using tends to be the best choice for you Mm -hmm. so that's the formatting with the the um the stuff i use for the formatting is all that and if you want, like, I do a lot of stuff for video now, too, because for Crystal Lake and mm-hmm. for um, for my own stuff. But if you want a good free video editor, I've found one. It's called CapCut. Oh, I've heard of that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really good. Okay. Especially if you want to do the TikTok stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, and also Microsoft's own ClipChamp. The free, the free version, I've used that. It works really nicely, too. And it's got a lot of stuff, too. It's another good one. Either one of those two, they're free uh, video editors, and they're excellent for doing um, just editing YouTube stuff, editing TikTok stuff, Instagram stuff. Okay. Yeah, I started using Crazy Video Maker. And, and I think that, you know, the, the buy-in was, was 20 bucks to get the next level of service. And that was all you paid. It's not 20 bucks a month. It's 20 bucks. I'm like, Oh, okay. And it, that takes its, you know, its stamp of crazy video maker off of the videos and things like that. And I found it's kind of fun. It's, you know, between that and um, book brush video stuff, I'm getting better. Yeah. <laughs> it has and been way too many years. Since I have also discovered, it. Yeah. I've also discovered the, the Adobe express. I think just let me check my notes, make sure I got the right name. Yeah. Um, yeah, Adobe Express. Yeah. Excuse me. <clears throat> it's free with, uh, it, well, actually, I think you can use it free even if you don't have an Adobe product. But if you have mm-hmm. an Adobe product, you get all the bells and whistles with Adobe mm-hmm. Express. Yes. So that means you can use all the, the pro stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Or, or most of the pro stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. And they have a video section now in Adobe Express. Mm. So you can make little videos in Adobe Express. I mean, it's not 
too big yet. I think they're going to be adding to it eventually because mm -hmm. they don't have too many transition things you can do and stuff. But you can make nice little like um, videos in there, and you get a lot of the the like the fancy smancy stuff mm -hmm. if you if you have Photoshop, mm -hmm. if you have InDesign, if you have any of the pro um, Adobe products. I ended up having to get. We have a student subscription because it's yeah. it's for Hunter. Mm -hmm. Because he's been teaching himself 2D animation and all that. So mm -hmm. we we are he has the <laughs> Adobe subscription right now. Mm -hmm. But it, yeah, yeah, once you've got that subscription, it there it opens a lot yeah. of doors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I've I've used that too for some of my video stuff. So that's excellent. And it's also good for, you know, just for doing graphics and things as well, mm -hmm. Adobe. Although mm -hmm. I prefer Canva for the graphics. Mm -hmm. Okay. And well, I use Photoshop too, but Photoshop is not free. <laughs> right. Anyway, but I use Photoshop for my covers. So I, since I have it, I'll use it for graphics and stuff. But I like Canva, especially for the YouTube uh, thumbnails. Okay. Because I make all the thumbnails for Crystal Lake and for my own videos too. For, for Crystal Lake interviews and things, I uh, upload to their youtube channel i make all the thumbnails and things as well for it so i love canva for making the thumbnails um because it's it's easy you just slap on a background you slap on the book cover or mm -hmm. if, like i'm doing an interview so i slap on the book cover and then i just slap on a bunch of little elements put in some text and voila it's done mm -hmm. it's like and i'm always forgetting to do it so i'm always doing it last minute so it's like okay i gotta upload the video 15 minutes yeah go make the thing mm -hmm. and then it's done because yeah i mean but yeah you can make really nice um graphics in and they have everything sized and this is i'm just using the free camp i mean with the pro stuff. yeah yeah you get, you get more bells and whistles you always do but i mean mm -hmm. the free camp is really good although yeah. you do have to wade through all the pro stuff to get to the free stuff which is a little annoying but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm not going to complain because i am using it for free so um, yeah, I, I looked at Canva, but it just seemed a little too overwhelming for me. Maybe because I didn't go through all the pro stuff to get to the free stuff. I, I got, you know, annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is the one downside yeah. of using the free canvas. You but I mean it's all all the pro right. stuff is, is with little crowns on it. So just avoid anything mm. that has a little crown on it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but that's usually the stuff you want to use. Yeah, right. usually you can actually. I have found you can actually find reasonable facsimiles to the, all the pro stuff in the free stuff too. Okay. Okay. Right. So I mean, it's not quite as good, but it's mm. a reasonably good facsimile. And you do have to be careful about their templates because you can use their templates on the free plan as well. And sometimes they have pro stuff mixed into the templates mm -hmm. or watermark stuff mixed into the templates. So sometimes you will actually go to download it because sometimes they're very hard to see those watermarks. Mm -hmm. So you will go down to download it and it will tell you, you have something pro in there. So you have to go back and, and redo it. But like I said, most of the time I can go through the free stuff and find something that's almost identical to what they have in the pro and make it look just almost as good. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what I like about Canva is they have everything pre-sized. They have things. If you need a Facebook cover, if you need a Facebook post, if you need a Twitter post, if you need an Instagram post, it's all sized. You just click. It's all sized. Then you go make your post. Mm -hmm. So I like that. And they also have 
bookmarks too that you can you can that you can uh, make okay. and then download to it and you can upload the design to your printer if you want That's there's some helpful. there's some some print products you can do in canva too though i haven't really tried that but mm -hmm. i haven't had okay. anything i wanted to print so so we, we've got the book formatting we've got video and photo editing mm -hmm. what about the marketing stuff okay so a lot so of that, them that's are... the big that's the bane of my existence is yeah same here <laughs> <laughs> well the marketing stuff you're not going to get a heck of a lot of free stuff for the marketing but you can get stuff that's not as expensive <laughs> and that the one thing i would suggest would be brian cohen and his five-day ad challenge oh, yeah. for amazon ads oh yeah mm -hmm. I tell everyone about oh, like, every time here he runs it. Like, yes, you need to be in this class. Yep. You know, it's I, I, so much information. I pay about 20 bucks a month on ads for Amazon. Yep. And except for the past two months, because Amazon's done something weird and we don't know what yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Brian's investigating. Every time I hear that Amazon's done something weird, it's always a, oh, mm -hmm. it's never so, a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been getting a lot of, me and a lot of other people this has been happening across the board have been getting a lot of impressions but we haven't been increasing our conversion rates like we haven't we've been getting impressions and clicks a lot mm -hmm. more clicks paying more for the ads paying more ad stuff but we're not getting more sales off of it so something's gone weird yeah and so, maybe it's maybe it's their dashboard of of saying what's a sale and what's not but yeah i yeah. I, I i pay about 15 dollars a month to amazon um at this point with ads because i just and and i don't tweak them i'm, yeah. I'm bad i set them and forget them <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so um so yeah um i lost a little money january and i'll probably lose money this month as well but mm -hmm. february is always a bad month for me so i can't mm -hmm. tell if that's the ads fault or just February because February is romance month and mm -hmm. horror authors do not do well in romance mm -hmm. month. Yeah, I did. I my sales on Amazon have been really weird. And I've got I've got the Amazon ads and I have three Facebook ads that go to my direct store, but my direct store also has all the, you know, other links. Um and I I have not seen any actual sales through Lemon Squeezy yet? Oh, I got actually got one sale through Lemon Squeezy. Mm -hmm. And that's because uh, Amazon took one of my books off. So it's only uh -huh. available through other retailers and through the direct. And okay. why did they take your book down? I don't know, honestly. I honestly don't know. They said there was a problem with the cover. They didn't tell me what the problem with the cover was. So I sent them, they, they told me to send a copy of the thing, but I do my own, you know, the copy of the license. Uh, contract, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank license, you, contract, yeah. that's the word. Yeah. So, um, but I do my own cover, so there's no contract. Right. I told them that. They kept telling me, they're sending me the same email over and over. You know how Amazon does that. Mm -hmm. So I finally, I, I mean, I kept telling them no contract, but I sent them proof of the stock license photos I used to make the thing. Three times I sent them. Three times they rejected it. Then they just took the book down. So I don't know why the problem. Don't know how to didn't didn't tell me how to solve the problem. They just 
did not work with me at all. The only the only thing I could say is make a contract between you and you. I did. Yeah, and said didn't that. like it. They didn't oh. like that. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Of course, I did call them morons. So, well, keep calling I them morons. <laughs> they were. They were. Their, their entire behavior was more well. Yeah. No, it is. It is every yeah. time I've had to talk to somebody over there for an issue with the book. They've taken, they've they taken don't know the what email option about. off now. You can't email them anymore. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm not sure if that's going to be permanent, but I went to email them over something because they haven't changed the price back on, like I had a sale on, on yeah. fairy tales and nightmares and they haven't changed the price back on the Canadian site. It's still 99 cents over there. So any Canadians who want to get this book, yeah, the nightmares for ninety nine cents on the ebook. Yeah, go now because it's still there. <laughs> but yeah, um, the, and I went to email them, and the email option's gone because they've changed their contact. You've only got chat and call now. Mm. Yeah, and then when you call somebody, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, and so I, I'm it's gonna, a bot. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> have to. I'm gonna have to tread through the bot. If, sometime soon because i gotta yeah. get that price change unless they suddenly realize their mistake who knows yeah. but um yeah it's like it's like dealing with morons over on amazon it really is i mean i they they took the um the buy button off like the draft to digital had a big issue with them on their print books mm -hmm. and so i just got tired of dealing with it so i just decided to upload a copy of Chronicles of the Undead print straight to Amazon and be done with it, right? Mm -hmm. And so I did that. And then they came back to me and said that I had to prove I had the publishing rights um, because it was previously published somewhere. And I said, yeah, it's been published on draft to digital which is a self-published distributor like you are. Took me a week to convince them draft to digital was not a publisher. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is who was running Amazon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's my my point beforehand of the left hand not knowing what the right's doing <laughs> in big corporate. Yeah, none, none of the hands over in Amazon know what anyone is doing. But yeah. the problem is they control 80% of the marketplace. Yeah. So when the hands aren't doing the right thing, it's oh, no. everybody. Yeah. Their copyright department has no clue about copyright at all. They have right. no understanding of it at all. Oh, yeah. Right. There's a book that is directly copied from my book. Like they literally took my book, changed the names and uploaded it. The the blurb is almost identical to mine. I have been fighting to get that book taken down. Mm. Can't find anybody who can take that book down. Yeah. yeah. So they don't know what they're doing. No, they don't. No. Yeah, but they 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 they'll they'll take your books down even though I have legal copyright to that cover. It's mm -hmm. mine. I've paid for the license. I'm uh, abiding by the terms of the license mm -hmm. and they took it down anyway so yeah. i don't know yeah they're doing that to a lot of people oh, just, oh yeah just, because they're you, i think they hear? did a bot thing bot update and it's like just trashing so many people yeah did you hear the author um she's a fantasy author um doing pretty well uh she's got a good following she does urban fantasy she got her book um threatened to take her book they took her book down or they suspended her book or something because 
she had a review on a review blog. What? Yeah. Apparently, the review blog had an excerpt from the book, and they called that disappointing content because she had an excerpt from on a review blog. Mm -hmm. This is the company that has your the power over your books, people. They don't even know what a review blog is. Yeah. So, but That's she she got problem, it. Put, she got it put back up. Thank goodness. Yeah, the, the, whoever's training their bots or, or putting the code in for their bots, because it's it's a code issue. Yeah. It, it's whoever's yeah. doing the code is not thinking of the what ifs. They're like, oh, this is a good idea. Let's put this in. And then, you know, the implosion happens. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> We've all seen, you know, those of us <laughs> in IT departments everywhere have <laughs> seen yeah. this. Like, oops. Yeah, that's why you need real people behind the bots because yes. the bots are going to make mistakes. But it's then when inevitable. you talk to these real people, they go, I don't know what to do. That's yeah, what you exactly. do. Yeah, but, they're, but they're not the developers that you're talking to. They're the frontline customer service but, that has no idea how to develop. Switch on and put your book back up or, yeah. you know, do anything. They're just like, I don't know what to do. It says this. That's what it is. Yep. Yep, they're going by scripts, and 90% yeah. of them are not in the same country as we are. They don't have the same rules as we no. are, We do. So then they, what's the point of having them answering as yeah. customer service if they can't provide customer service? service yeah. They're cheap <laughs> labor. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's, that's, that's paying for pointless labor, though, at yes. that point. You're not even yes. getting what you're paying for. Well, they sort of are because that means they don't have to – you know, they can drag their feet and, and keep your money when they take things down. <laughs> and and if people are not tenacious enough to keep following up, yeah, and keep following up, and keep up, following yeah. up, you know, <laughs> it's it's tiring. Yeah. And I don't and, think they like to see me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I am tenacious and I call them morons. Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating, though, just trying to do everything the right way and getting screwed. Yeah. But anyway, back mm. to the point I was trying to make. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we got that, that was my fault. Amazon. I, I, I go yeah. off of rants with Amazon. <laughs> but the, the reason why I got the sale on Lemon Squeezy was because the only place you can get that book is either on wide or and I asked her to test out Lemon Squeezy because she wanted the first book. Yeah, so she had the second book. She bought the second book off Amazon, but she wanted the the, the first. The, the it's my Hayward and Anderson series, mm -hmm. and so I I asked her to test out the story origin lemon squeezy. So she bought it off that. So that's how oh, I nice. got a sale. Yeah, but yeah, my only tests were my were, were myself. I was testing, and I, yeah. I got two sales that way. <laughs> no, I, 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 dumped, books. <laughs> I dumped it into my my uh, newsletter, and people um, gave me some feedback on it, but I didn't get any sales or anything off of it. Yeah, same, I did get same the one. Here. I did yeah. get the ones. So she had no problem getting the sales, so mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, she yeah. she had a bigger problem figuring out how to upload it off her phone onto her Kindle. That was a tech her issue, not a lemon squeezy yes. issue. Right, right, right. You know, well, like, yeah, the first the first time I bought something, it didn't come from story origin. 
because I guess the and I sent something to Evan. I said I don't think the connection's right, and he went back and did something. He said try again. So I bought a second book, and then it came through the proper way. Because I had asked him, I said if somebody buys it directly on Lemon Squeezy, and doesn't go through the you know story origin screen, do you still deliver it? And he had said yes. First one didn't work. The second one did. He fixed whatever he did. So. Yeah. <laughs> Why would we test things? Yes, yes. <laughs> and I was paying for it. <laughs> but that's okay. I bought my own books. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but, but back to marketing. Um, I'd mm -hmm. also recommend David Gochran. Mm -hmm. He's another he, good one to listen to. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. got some great um, advice, and I subscribe to his newsletter, which is how mm -hmm. I found out that Tammy Lamarck, the, the ninja newsletter, Letter lady was um, doing everything for the the DMARC thing in her group, so I finally bit, I finally remembered to go and join her group, which I've been trying to remember. Yeah. So yeah, so she helped out with the the the, the whole DMARC issue. So, <clears throat> um, I think my newsletter got delivered last month. If I had no issues. Um, yeah, I'm getting a lot more opens because I also cleaned off my newsletter too. Because yeah, I had so, a bunch yeah. of no opens. No, my, my open rate stayed about the same. Mm -hmm. My click rate stayed about the same. Mm -hmm. So it must have been getting through. So mm -hmm. I'm go I'm glad of that because, yeah. Oh, I had such a time doing that, but it was my own fault. I just, I, I screwed up. But I will I will say WordPress and Sandfox because I mm -hmm. go through. And also I would recommend Sandfox if you want a cheap newsletter. Send Fox. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. Now, right. I'm not going to say anything about MailerLite. Mm -hmm. That's what I use. <laughs> most people, most people use MailerLite, and I, for the most part, I think it's a good service. They've had some issues lately. Mm -hmm. <laughs> most notably, they got they got marked as a spammer, but I think they fixed that. So. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm just going yeah I'm just sitting over here with Sen Fox watching all these poor mailer like people freak out going yeah I'm so glad I didn't go with mailer. Actually, yeah I've 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 had a good <laughs> but well I've I, always used my my yeah. my registered um, email address you know the jtaylor75.com with them yeah. when I send stuff out so. I haven't seen any change with yeah. this DNS stuff. But, just... uh, I've seen a lot of yeah. authors who were on the free plan who were yep. switching over to the new free thing or whatever, and they were having so much trouble. And I've seen a lot of people trying to get the DMARC in MailerLite, mm -hmm. and they were having, I mean, nothing against MailerLite from what I've seen other authors. Mm -hmm. for, I, I haven't switched like over to the new one. <laughs> 95% of the time, MailerLite's a great service. That's yep. what I've been seeing. Five percent of the time, something screws up, but that that happens with everybody. So yeah, if I'm forced to go to the new one, I might say now I'll go somewhere else. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, Sandbox is a, a one and done payment. Okay, it's under it's a hundred a hundred dollars, and it's up to five thousand subscribers. Oh, nice on a one okay. and done payment. It's it's run by AppSumo. Which is the guy? The the guys that do that giveaway thing. Yeah, Optimo is great to find resources for yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and um, it's basic. It's not you're not going to get a lot of bells and whistles. But I didn't need a lot of bells and whistles to be mm -hmm. honest. 
anyway, um, and it it the the interface is set up it's set up actually a lot, a lot like just a regular email, like the regular mm -hmm. Gmail thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to use. It really is easy to use. Um, if you are going to use it, be aware though when you first thing they warm you up. So they're not going to send out everything all at once. So I would suggest doing a test send if you sign up for SendFox first before sending out anything that needs to go out. Okay. Like, do it. Do a test send and get your get your thing warmed up. Because mm -hmm. um, I I kind of freaked out. <laughs> they were very kind about my freak out. I will say that too. Their customer service was very nice when I was freaking out. <laughs> because you know I I was confused and I freaked out. But anyway, but so but and I've had no problems since then. You do have to be a regular sender though, because they will put you down on the uh, sort of a rolling thing if you don't send out mm -hmm. for a while. So they won't send out everything. They'll, okay. they'll only send out to active subscribers if you let your list lapse. Okay. Which is understandable, mm -hmm. honestly. Mm -hmm. But if you keep up your list regularly sending out, like monthly or weekly or whatever you're sending out, then you have no problems. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that if you're if you like have a lapse, if you don't send out a regular newsletter, Sandfox might not be for you. Okay. okay. But I've had no problems with Sandfox. I've liked them. They've they've got great customer service because, like I said, I had this issue with the DMARC not validating with the uh, like the um, mm -hmm. I had to validate my domain on their site and it wasn't yeah. validating. And I first thing I did was talk to WordPress to see if it was on their side wasn't on their side then I talked to Sandfox and they found her right away and apparently I left a little slash on the end of my URL oh, okay always something that, stupid that's a no-no apparently yep so once I got rid of the slash I had no problem so it's mm -hmm. always something small and stupid. I swear, it, it, oh, yeah. like when I'm doing ebooks and I have to go through the, the code to find specific things, it's always something like a little slash. Yeah, it's like that screwed everything up. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So I I would recommend Sandfox if you okay. don't want a lot of if you can live without a lot of bells and whistles. I mean, they have basic stuff. You can, you know you can put in images. You can put you, you can't do things like polls or or um, stuff i mean i think you can get a like you can get things that you can add to it or something like mm. i'll be honest when i get a, a email from a company the less is more okay. Honestly, the more you put into to messages it's like i'm not gonna read all of it give me the important stuff and then give me the pictures you can upload images you can add images you can do you do links and they have buttons so you can mm -hmm. use you can put your links and buttons and stuff and like that okay. if you want and so yeah it's, i mean it's got it's got a good um thing and, and they are adding stuff you know mm -hmm. they are planning to add they have a nice little feedback section that you can go and add your feedback if you want to suggest things mm -hmm. okay anyway but for for less than a hundred dollar one and done price it's a great deal yeah. honestly 
Yeah, and, and 5,000 um, subscribers is a lot of subscribers, yeah. especially yeah. if you're regularly calling your list, because there's a yeah. lot of, you know, you you see the trends after a while, who's actually opening, who's not, and you get rid of the stragglers, that 5,000 will last you a long time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then if you go past the 5,000, they do have a monthly little thing that you pay a little monthly thing and you can add more to something. I, I didn't yeah. really look into it because it's going to be a while before I get to 5,000. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, you can expand past 5,000 if you want, but you will have to pay a monthly thing after that. So. Okay. Hmm. Anything but, else? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to check my, <laughs> we got to, we got to pack it all in before we get to the end of the hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I did want to mention library thing. Cause that's a free way to get reviews. Oh, okay. okay. Because library thing has a nice little, um, it's got an early reviewer program. It's like what Goodreads used to have. Okay. Before Goodreads got bought out by the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway and um yeah i like actually like library thing i don't spend as much time as i'd like to over there because i keep forgetting about it yeah but it's a nice little it's just it's the same sort of thing like goodreads is it's a, a okay. place to upload your books keep track of your books and post reviews and stuff but they have an early reviewer program there and you can actually go into the early reviewer program and um request the the you know, do their mm -hmm. little, do their form and put your book up for review okay. and you can list how many copies you want to send out, um, you know, uh, put the review dates. I mean, they do have to approve you and you do have to have um, some way to deliver the, the book. Um, they do do story origin. Okay. Good. I did, I did the uh, review from, from uh, for my poetry book roses and ashes through the early review program yeah. and um you can do arcs too i mean like if the book's not quite out yet like mm -hmm. you can do a a, a pre-review okay. thing so you can do that as well because i've i've actually gotten a couple arcs to review from from their early reviewer program okay anyway um i got a, a really nice little true crime book and a, actually a steampunk short story book that was really quite good i enjoyed it quite a bit oh good nice yeah. to find those little gems yeah mm -hmm. um, but anyway um yeah it was kind of like a homage to poe in steampunk okay mm. but anyway but you can upload your book uh oh sorry mm -hmm. <clears throat> so i do recommend library thing for for reviews because most of the people who request reviews will actually give you a review over there that's oh, good that's, nice. that's really yeah, good I mean, because, you're, yeah. you may especially if you give them several copies of the book because you know i usually get at least one review when i do a reviewer over there review thing okay. over at least one probably more like two or three so how many how many is like the standard to give I usually give about five, but you can go up to 10 or okay. I'm not sure what they're, if they have a limit actually. Okay. But, All right. Yeah. So, I, and, and also over on library thing is they have like little, little scavenger hunts for holidays. Oh, neat. Yeah. Neat. Which it's like book related scavenger hunt for different things. And you get little, you don't get any, pro well, you technically, I think, I'm not sure if you can actually win prizes like a raffle. Mm -hmm. like they used to have a raffle. I don't know if they do anymore. But you get like little badges, like for, like for the Halloween one, you can get like a little pumpkin. You can earn like, oh, like if you get all ten questions, you get ten pumpkins. 
know, things like that. Oh, but but, but it's a fun little thing. I do the scavenger hunts every holiday. <laughs> Neat. It, it usually I'll have takes, to look that up. <laughs> it's an excellent way to waste time. <laughs> yeah, the questions are quite difficult too because they're all riddles, right? Oh, neat, neat. But they hmm. do on their their form, their their library talk is I think that's what they call the form over there. They have uh, of every scavenger hunt, they have like a little scavenger hunt form, so you can go over there and see what people are giving out as clues to help you with things you're stuck on, or ask for help if you want. Hmm. So cute. That sounds like a good little site, like what Goodreads used to be before it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever go to Goodreads anymore. No. Mm. I mean, I, I upload my books to Goodreads because a lot of reviewers do like to post their reviews yeah. on Goodreads. So it's mm -hmm. always a good. But any one I other. I to do that. <laughs> yeah. The other site I would recommend joining is BookBub. Oh, yeah. Yes. BookBub. Yes. yes. And surprisingly, a lot of authors are not on BookBub. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, I that. go over there because I post my reviews over on BookBub, right? Mm -hmm. Because reviews go out to your subscribers, you know, mm -hmm. to people who follow you on BookBub. You, all your reviews go out to people who follow you on BookBub. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, it, I mean, I think you can turn that off. Like, I mean, some people mm -hmm. might turn it off, but I mean, if you, you your reviews will go out. So, people, if you recommend a book, I mean, I get book recommendations all the time for book mm -hmm. yeah that's a good way yeah. to, to get the get yeah. out there get the review anyway, so, definitely so and, and you can get new release alerts over on bookbub mm -hmm. everybody yep. who follows you and if you're over 1000 followers which i am thanks to cl mm -hmm. cannon which i also recommend go go yes yeah cl cannon's newsletter and social media builders yes yep. fiction atlas um promotion stuff it's very reasonably priced yes it is go, go use her site yeah um so yeah um but you can do pre-order alerts if mm -hmm. you're over a thousand uh, followers on bookbook too uh, let's see what else i got on my notes um i think I, we covered most of it oh kindlepreneur is the only other one yeah mm -hmm. i definitely recommend kindlepreneur their site and their YouTube channel. Yes. They have so many articles, so yes. much helpful stuff. They've got the hashtag generator, which is free that you can use. They've got the blurb um, formatter there. And they now they have a little AI helper with the blurb formatter. So if you have trouble with your blurbs, you can see if AI can make it better. <laughs> it may not. <laughs> it may not. It but may it give may you a laugh. It may give you ideas to help you. Yeah, yeah. that's something. It, it, AI is is not the greatest at writing perfectly yet, but it is good at like saying Generating something ideas. that sparks the idea, and you, oh wait, I can do this. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's a good tool as long as it's used as a yeah. tool. And, and Publisher Rocket is another oh, paid yeah. thing. But I would read it's a worth one it. and, yeah, worth yes. it. It's a one and done price again though. So and they are so good with their customer service because when my computer crashed, I lost Publisher Rocket. Mm -hmm. And I lost the download of Publisher Rocket. But you so just email I, them, give them your email address, and they're like, Yep, you're in the system. They give it right back to you. Yep. Yeah. 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 I've done exactly. it too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah. Those guys are real good over there. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. And I mean, and um, yeah, I tried Atticus. Uh, um, reasons I didn't keep Atticus, but it's a good, it's a good software. Yeah, if you, uh, you don't know how me. to do it yourself, it is a yeah. good starter software. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that's a one and done price as well. So. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least it was when I, I bought it. It is. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, it, okay. it is when I bought it too. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I wanted to test it out when it first came out. And uh, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's interesting. I can see for a beginner, somebody who wants to do it themselves, mm-hmm. there are options. It does look fine but it doesn't give you the creativity you need if you really try yeah. to do special stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's why I do use Papyrus Author for my formatting because I can tweak that so much mm-hmm. <laughs> and do what, like, uh, like I'll show you this. is I did Papyrus Author. I used to do this book. Now that's now granted the, the printing quality isn't as good because it's Amazon. And this is a proof, but you can see I put this is the title page for oh, all the yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So I put uh, like every story has a poem, and every flower that's um, on the title page has a significance in the story. Okay. Hmm. Anyway, and of course it's all black and white because you know, color books are expensive. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean and like and so that's and I did and I've got the title page like there's the the title mm-hmm. page. Oh, hold on, show skin. Beautiful. Oh, pretty. And then I've got the this Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, so you can do that. Now that's what you can do in Papyrus author. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I like using it because it's it's very much it's kind of like the InDesign. Like I said, it's very much like InDesign mm-hmm. because you can do master pages and you can do the and I find their numbering is a lot easier. But again, I have to remember how to do it every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like there's okay. always something. Yeah, it's not it's not the software's fault. It's the brain, <laughs> the human brain fault. Yeah. It's yep. like, yeah, was it this way or that way? You know, just <laughs> well, let's yeah, see. bring it up, yeah. bring it up. <laughs> yeah, the 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 soft the brain software is slower to reboot. Mm-hmm. Especially as each year goes on, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I've got like twelve manuscripts in the head mm-hmm. at, at the same time that I'm currently writing, so it's like everything else gets kind of crowded to the back. Yeah, waiting room. Exactly. <laughs> the browser so a long like line in the waiting room. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've got I've got five books I got to edit now because I finished like four books in. I finished four works in progress in November. Mm-hmm. Okay. During Nano. Yep. So now you got to do the work to clean them all up. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm so I've got I mean and I had a short story already written that's part of the Hayward and Anderson that's the first Hayward and Anderson story I ever wrote and I found out when I went to edit it that it's actually in Elspeth's point of view and all the other stories are in Lars's point of view so you're going to get a different point of view for story four okay <laughs> I ain't changing it yeah, yeah. I'm just editing the story as is. You're going to get Elspeth's point of view, mm-hmm. so it's going to be weirder. Just say okay. <laughs> well, if if anyone has read Hayward and Anderson, they know 
why it's going to be bewildered because they know what else this is like. Mm -hmm. So if they've got to that point, then they're prepared. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, but uh, no, but um, yeah, right now I'm editing the Headless Corpse and Rivalry and Steam Monsters. Those are the two stories that are going to come out this year. And um, hopefully I will also get my Paranormal Cozy Mystery edited and out this mm -hmm. year as well. Okay. Always busy. You are always yeah. like... <laughs> I, I have no idea what I'm doing with that one, but I hope it turns out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah i don't know why i'm writing a paranormal cozy mystery i don't but i am so why not <laughs> but yeah i think i think the norse tales will probably be out next year though i don't think i'm gonna get that one out this year because yeah too much drama in the first two months and i'm behind already so mm. <laughs> well just promise you'll check back in with us so we can uh talk about it when you do get your stuff out yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I might with the paranormal cozy mystery, I definitely will because I need all the extra marketing I can get on that one because it's not going to be an easy sell to the horror things. Yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm so that one's that one's going to be a hard market for me because it's such a departure from what I usually write. Yeah, but that's always fun to do. Yeah. It's always fun to take that step and go this way when you're yeah. used to going that way <laughs> yeah it's not not as fun though because i don't get to kill everybody yeah well. I, I only gotta kill one i only gotta kill one person in this story one <laughs> and it's not I really mean, bloody technically a murder that happened in the past so maybe it's like two people okay see, there you go that's two <laughs> you don't even get to see the dead body in the second one it's like she blew up in an explosion Aww. I love that you're so sad about not getting to kill more characters. <laughs> this book, I kill off three husbands, five, was it, no, was it how many princes? I had a death. I did one of those trope things, mm -hmm. you know, those trope memes, and yep. I had a death count one. <laughs> and actually, it's inaccurate because I, I left out a husband because there's oh, actually okay. three dead husbands, not two in this book, I will just say. That's funny. <laughs> and I had two village massacre. Well, one castle massacre and one village massacre. This is my death count, people. This is what I usually do with dead bodies. I'm just saying. So it's down to one, it's hard. I actually do have a pretty high death count in this one. <laughs> now that I think about it. So but they're but they're not bloody ish. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, at least at least I've got headless corpses running around London in my Hayward and Anderson one. Right. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and on the headless corpse note, <laughs> we will definitely have you come back when you're ready yes. for that. But yes. To let everyone know, I will be putting all the links, everything we talked about in the show notes down below so no matter when you come back you'll be able to find everything we talked about and i will put anita's information as well so you can find her and uh yeah i don't even know where to go from there who went marketing and and the next time we're here is gonna be it's gonna already be march no no next weekend is march yeah no Yes, yes, and and I start my March Madness giveaway. 
I'm giving away all my old paperbacks. How, how is next week already March? Friday is March 1st. Friday is my daughter's birthday. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with time. I know. It's I don't just, know what's going on with it's time. It's weird. It's weird. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like that literally just freaked me out. Like, how is it already March? Oh. <laughs> so, well, we'll talk to y'all on March 2nd. <laughs> and watch Katie freak out. <laughs> Thank you, Anita. Thank you for coming. Phil, <laughs> we're glad to be on this show. Yep. Yep. And my mind is broken now. Thank you. Thank I'm you. sorry. <laughs> Y'all can hate me later for breaking Katie. <laughs> like I'm sitting here going, wait, no, this isn't possible. <laughs> Did I time travel? What the hell? <laughs> All right. Well, while I figure out what the hell day and time it is. We will see you guys next time. Thank you, Anita, for hanging out with us again. And uh, we'll see you in March. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bye.